Hello and welcome to episode one of our student shortcasts. I'm Bryony, the Head of Academic and Employability Studies at BIM Institute. And I'm Sarah, the co-author of a book called The Squiggly Career, which is all about how you explore your creativity and possibilities. Student shortcasts are podcasts where we take student questions and respond with practical ideas and advice that we really hope are going to help you in the here and now and in the future. So let's hear our student question for today's episode. Hi, I'm Morgan and I'm studying professional musicianship at BIM Bristol. My question is that I don't know what to do next and I need to finish my assessment. What can I do? How can I ask for help? And how should I ask? What a great question to start our shortcast series. Needing a little help is something that all of us can relate to. It's so common to find asking for help hard. Yeah. I don't know anyone who hasn't found it hard at some point. And I think sometimes that's because we don't want to be a burden to other people Or perhaps we just worry that we shouldn't need to ask for help. We feel like we should know all the answers or be able to find all the answers for ourselves. But the first thing to say is that everyone needs help. We all get stuck at some point and need some help to get unstuck. And it's really worth remembering and kind of having a mindset of thinking, asking for help is a sign of strength, not a weakness. It's a good thing to do. It's a positive thing to do. And the more we do it, the more we practice, honestly, the easier it gets. And if you're listening to me now and thinking, I'm still not convinced, Sarah, I kind of don't buy it, then it's worth thinking about how do you feel when you're asked for help by your friends or by your family or perhaps people you've met as part of being a student this year? And so, Brian, I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm -hmm. I I feel if I'm going to make students think about this question, I should make you too. So if I was to ask you for help, we've known each other for a little while, probably about six months or so now. If I ask you for help with something, how does that make you feel? What's your initial response to that? Um, I think it would make me feel flattered and it would probably give me a nice, warm, fuzzy sense of value. And that's probably, I suspect, similar to most of us. That sense of, oh, wow, it's really lovely to be asked to help someone. Most people really like helping other people. It shows that someone trusts us, that someone is prepared to be a little bit vulnerable with us. And so I think just remember that when you're asking for help, that's how you're making people feel. And that's lots of positive feelings. So it's just not something that we need to apologise for or feel embarrassed about. And I think once we've realised that asking for help is something we all need to do and probably get pretty good at, Now we can start to focus on what does that really mean for you as a student and get into some really practical advice and hints and tips from Bryony. So Bryony, to start off with, kind of my first question is, as a student, when is the best time to ask for help or is there a best time to ask for help? Well, I think sooner rather than later might be key, purely because if you ask later on or too close to a deadline, then you might not get a response for your ask for help in time for you to do anything meaningful with that feedback. And I know that students in the past that have come to me for help are more likely to be successful with that assessment. And that's not just because my advice is amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. (laughs) But because by discussing your work and really examining what is being asked of you, you will engage more deeply. And it kind of tends to be result in more cohesive work, work that makes sense as a whole and presents a clearer argument. 
So the first step, though, is to really help yourself along the way. So familiarise yourself with an assessment brief as soon as they're made available to you. And this may alert you to particular areas that you may want extra help with. Also, make notes in lectures and tutorials so that you have them to look over later and ask for explanations if you don't understand something. The teaching team want you to succeed. It's really our driving force and we're here to help. So as a student, I've sort of got the message loud and clear now that I should ask for help and I should do it sooner rather than later. How do you practically go about finding the help that you need? Like what practical steps do students need to take? I would recommend that you book a tutorial with your course leader, subject lecturer or someone else that has expertise in the area that you're working. And in the meantime, while you're waiting to hear back from that person, do ask your fellow students. I realise that it's harder than ever to make connections with your fellow students at the moment. But from talking to those students, those same students, I can share that your peers are going through exactly the same things as you and are tackling the same assessments. So by reaching out, you'll hopefully feel better supported and you might even make some friends or industry connections along the way. And so let's just dive a bit deeper into those tutorials. Are there specific ways students should prepare for those tutorials or things that people should think about that would really kind of help you set up yourself up for success as part of those tutorials? Mm, Yeah, so absolutely. I think it's really important to email an agenda for that tutorial, including a draft of your assessment. Now, that might sound really daunting, but when I've spoken to students that have asked for targeted help in the past, they have in return received more useful advice. So it's really worth considering. So prepare before you book that tutorial or send that email and also avoid sending a whole essay or a whole piece of work and just asking for a blanket (laughs) response or general feedback because basically that's just asking for your lecturer to pre-mark your piece of work. So not to be advised. And students that have sent me a section of work asking two or three specific questions in the past have really allowed me to be more targeted with my feedback and that's really helped those students develop that work. So some examples of what you could ask are could I book a tutorial to go over my research methodology section of this proposal or could I check I am formatting my references correctly with this example or maybe even I'm struggling to keep to my word count do you think what I've written in the example section everything here is relevant. Yeah and I think what's so lovely about those examples you just gave is you're really helping the other person to help you in the way that you need. You've thought a bit beforehand about, it's not about trying to find an answer here. So it's absolutely okay to be stuck, but think about, well, what am I stuck with? Which is the bit I'm struggling with? Where do I need the most help? What would be the most useful place to start? So it's kind of just asking yourself, I think a couple of those questions first, and then kind of that will just really help people to just give you much better quality help, I think, as part of the process. Absolutely. And with that kind of self-diagnosis, I think that that may be where talking to your peers, talking to your fellow students Mm. might help. So if you can't really understand where you're stuck, which I totally appreciate as someone that's written as many assessments, it's like, well, I know I'm stuck, but how? Then actually chatting that through with someone in a similar position can really help pinpoint exactly where it is, that sticky point that you're kind of needing that extra assistance from someone from faculty. Yeah, and I really like that description of like, it just feels a bit sticky. We sometimes talk about squiggliness, sometimes gets a bit knotty, where you just feel a bit like, oh, this just doesn't feel right. But it's sometimes hard to know why. And like you said, I think that's where chatting with other people on your courses who are doing similar assessments to you. And you maybe sometimes feel like, 
I'm the only one. And I do think there is a bit of reassurance and actually a bit of confidence to be had to kind of go, oh, everyone will be finding one bit of it hard. No one breezes through assessments or kind of all of their student life. (laughs) Yeah, as you've said, asking for help is just a totally normal and natural thing to need. And so we've kind of explored kind of the mindset that we need in terms of asking for help. So really seeing it as a sign of strength, not weakness, remembering that people enjoy helping other people. So giving people that opportunity is only a good thing. And then Bryony has given you some brilliant practical ideas and actions that kind of have walked you through the kind of the steps of how to ask for help. So Bryony, if you were going to summarise this shortcast in a sentence which is, I think, quite a hard Mm. ask. But uh, (laughs) can you just kind of describe it and bring together those key points for us? Okay, I think I'd say that everybody needs help. Ask now rather than wait until later and be specific about the support that you need. Brilliant advice. I think that's so useful for everyone forever, essentially. (laughs) Something (laughs) that we all need to remember. And so next time in our next shortcast, we'll be giving you some practical tips on getting yourself organised and managing your workload. So if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, which again, a bit like asking for help is probably something we're all experienced at some point. We're going to talk about just how useful it is as a skill in terms of how can you see yourself through those kind of really busy assessment periods and just life in general. This was Student Shortcast with me, Bryony from BIM Institute and Sarah from Amazing If. Take care, keep breathing and remember that this too shall pass.